What's up? What's up, beautiful people? It is your favorite power girl, Zita Michelle. Good morning. Good morning on this terrific Tuesday. This transformation Tuesday. God is going to do something so great on today. You just watch that exceedingly abundantly above all that you can imagine or think on today. And you know what? That might not be something financial. That might not be, you know, something that uh, materialistic. It could just be that, you know what? I got my second win today. It could be, you know what? I woke up this morning. It could be, oh, somebody treated me to lunch today. You know what I'm saying? Just something, you know. It could be that today you don't have that pain that you went to sleep with on last night. It's that kind of day. That transformational Tuesday. That Tuesday where you got to say, you know what? Let me be ye transformed by the renewing in my mind. You know, that mind of Christ. That thinking that you used to have, that stinking thinking like the old Baptist preachers used to say back in the G, that stinking thinking, getting rid of that. Today, Transformational Tuesday, I need you to do what Habakkuk said in Habakkuk 2 and 2. Write the vision and make it plain. Write out some things that you want to see God do in your life. Write out some things that you want to see manifest before your eyes. Let me tell you something. When you are a writer, um, it is amazing when a writer gets behind a pen or when a writer gets behind an iPad or a computer or however you write, it is so amazing when a writer gets behind that pen and and he or she begins to write and things begin to come to life. You know, when I first wrote my first book, I started doing some research first because I've never been an author, but it was something that, you know, was placed on the inside of me and it's something that was pushed out of me as well. And um, when I first got behind the pen, you know, it was a little, it was, it was kind of a struggle for me. And I say the pen because I literally wrote my first book out with the ink pen. And my sister-in-law, Charlotte, was the one that actually uh, got behind the iPad and formulated everything for the editor to put in a PDF form. But nevertheless, when I got behind that pen, I thank God for her too. Let me just say that. Because that book would never came to fruition because I was not about to type all this stuff. But she was so dedicated and intrigued by the contents of that book to where when it got to a point where I had stopped writing, she had begun to push more out of me. You need to get yourself a pusher. She began to push more out of me saying, come on now, when you write in the other part, when the other part coming, you need to give you get you a pusher. That's just a little, uh, a little tidbit for somebody. But nevertheless, Um, I started doing some research, you know, when I started writing this book, because I was like, all right, I just want to make sure I'm doing it right, you know, and when I started reading, I did some research, there was a particular author, that author said that when you're writing, you should write in such a way to where the reader gets engulfed into the pages, to where the reader can actually visualize what it is that you're saying. Have you ever read a story to where you can actually throw yourself into that story and really like be like oh I could see this happening right before my eyes one of my favorite stories in the bible is the woman with the issue of blood when they say how she pushed her way to Jesus so she could be healed and you know that came to life for me because I can imagine uh just a crowd you know like a crowd remind me of uh New Orleans Mardi Gras or remind me of uh the lions and stuff when Katrina hit And, you know, you just had to get to a place where you needed aid or you needed assistance or you needed help. 
you know, you had to get food for your family. You know, you had to sign up for FEMA. Y'all remember how those lines were. And it, it made me think about the woman with the issue of blood just pushing her way to through the crowd because she's like, I got to get to Jesus. She got knocked down. They stepped on her. You know what I mean? They probably uh, uh, was pushing back and forward. And you know how it is when you get kind of claustrophobic and those crowds, those crowds be so heavy. They be so big, like you being tossed through to and fro, to and fro. And you don't know what's about to happen. You don't know if a stampede or a trampede or whatever is about to happen. And you're going to get trampled and you're going to die. But that was the risk she was willing to take because she was like, I got to get to Jesus. And so, you know, I was engulfed in that story. And when I began to write my first book, I was like, okay, I need to write like that. But today I'm not talking to you about writing a book. Today I'm talking to you about having the tenacity to get to whatever it is that you are believing God for. And that is going to come with challenges. That's going to come with trials. It's going to come with tribulations. It's going to come with people saying that you can't do that. It's going to come with people saying you can't have that. But you got to visualize it. You got to see it. You got to see those words coming to life on on those pages. You got to write down everything that you believe in God for. And like the woman with the issue of blood, you the story of the woman with the issue of blood, you got to see that thing coming alive. You got to see it coming alive. And though the vision may tarry, it shall come to pass. But this is where you got to say, you know what, God, I trust you. You know, it's all in your timing. It's not in my timing. It's whatever you're believing God for. If you are believing God for healing, God is in your timing. And let me just share this quick story. This won't be a long podcast at all this morning. It's just a, just a little power word, right, quick to encourage somebody. And um, yesterday when I got off from work, um, my neighbor keeps my puppy. So I went to get my puppy from my neighbor's house. And I haven't called her since lunchtime to check on her because, you know, um, she's attacked with certain Ill- illnesses in her body. And um, I've been living next door to her for probably about two years now. And I literally went in yesterday to get the puppy. And I said, I've been calling y'all all day. And she was like, I know. I've just been in a lot of pain. And I said, oh, okay. She said, I haven't slept at all. I said, okay, I'm okay. And so me, you know, when I'm in pain or I'm hurting, I don't really want nobody around me. You know what I mean? I just sometimes want to go through that motion by myself. So I was like, okay, okay. So I grabbed my line and I left out of the door and I left out of the door and I went to lock the door. I have a key to my neighbor's house. Like I said, you know, every now and then she needs a little help. And so I locked the door. And I walked across the hall to my apartment. And when I did, God said, go back and pray. I'm like, what? I turned around. I was like, okay, obedient immediately. I turned back around. I unlocked the door. I went in the house. I said, God told me to pray. I said, can I pray for you? She said, yes, please. Her legs were in so much pain. So I placed my hands on her legs and I began to pray. And I began to believe God while I was praying. I began to see her healing while I was praying. And I, you know, I began to speak out. I was like, you're going to feel better when I leave away from here. This pain is not going to be as great as it was. This pain is going to be gone in the name of Jesus. And I prayed for her. And she said, thank you so much for praying for me. And then after I left, I went home and I made me some lunch. Now that I remember, I forgot my lunch at home. (laughs) But nevertheless, I went home and I, I made me some lunch and 
you know, for today that I don't have at work. I'm tripping now. <laughs> so I made me some lunch. And then after I made me some lunch, um, I made her a lunch because she said she had been pain all day. She had been sitting out. So I can imagine that she didn't eat. So I went over, I made her some lunch. I put it on a plate. I covered it up. I walked it back next door. I said, here, I made you some lunch. She said, thank you so much here. Thank you for everything. I said, okay, no problem. You're welcome. Let me tell you something. Even in the process of writing what it is that you're believing God for and you're believing God to manifest in your life, you're going to have to connect with people that's going to believe God for you. You're going to have to connect with people that's, that could see the very thing that you're believing God for, you got to connect yourself with people that can see what you are believing God for. You know, um, you can't connect with people that say, oh, that's impossible. That's not going to happen. You know why? Because in a moment, they're going to put your mind in the same space that their mind is. I can't see that's happening for you. That's impossible. You know how many times people have told me, I can't see that hap- that happening. That's impossible. Had I believed everything that people told me when they told me that it was impossible, I would not have done some of the things that I've done in this lifetime that God permitted me to do. And that I look at my life now and I'll be like, God, dog, you're not normal. You're not normal. God has created you in such a way to where you're not normal. You have been created for greatness. You are not normal, Zita Michelle. You can't do normal things. You can't have a normal mindset. You know, you know how many times people told me you're doing too much at one time. And I believe that that can be overwhelming, but I believe that God can still do it with the right people in your corner. That's going to say, okay, slow down. Not this one right now, but the next one. Okay, I'm believing God for that for you right now, but but uh, would you, but just not right now. This is not the time for that. Let's do this. You need some people in your corner that have the same voice that God has. The same voice that says, you know what? God can do exceedingly abundantly above all that you can ask or think. The same people that um, the woman with the issue of blood probably spoke to before she even went where she went. Now, I'm just paraphrasing now. What you know, they, she probably was told by some people that, you know what? You can't go there or that's impossible. But then she probably had that one friend that was saying, no matter what, you can get to Jesus. You just keep on pushing. You just keep on pressing. I don't care how many times you get knocked down, you get back up. I got some voices like that in my life right now that I'm so grateful for. Don't give up. Keep pushing. You can do this. You know, recently I just made some decisions um, and they come at an age of my in my life right now to where people will probably say you don't think it's a little too late in the game for that but I have people that saying oh my that's amazing you could do it I'm proud of you I got some people that saying you're inspiring me I got some people saying you know what don't you give up you keep on pushing I got people that I just become an acquaintance with in my office saying you know what Zita you could do that hell yeah I'm happy for you Girl, you keep pushing. That's how they talk. Girl, you got this. I'm so proud of you. You know, you got to get those voices around you. Because if you got those voices around you, they're saying, yeah, oh, mm-hmm. yes, and amen. They're not telling you what thus says the Lord. They're not telling you what's right and what's wrong. They're not, they're not telling you that, you know what, you got one foot in, you got one foot out. They're not telling you that, you know what, um, that's not lining up with the word you ain't you got some that's not saying you know what you can do this you got some that's that's not saying you know what 
just not right now. You got some that's not saying that, you know what, um, you were wrong. You, some that are saying, uh, that's not saying you were wrong for that. You were wrong for that. You need to go back and fix that. You need to go back and make that right. You need to apologize. You need to say, uh, you need not to go off like that. All right, calm down. Take a breath. That's not good. That's not Christ like. You don't need to talk to people like that. You don't need to say those things to people. You need those kind of voices in your ear, especially in the day and the age and the time that we're in. So on this transformational Tuesday, on this terrific Tuesday, today I pray that the voice of God be with you. I pray that the voice of God be with you wherever you go. I have uh this thing now. And I don't say this thing like it's it's nothing, but I have something that God has been having me say, which when I started saying it, I'm not going to even lie to you. When I started saying it, it just sounded to me, my carnal mind, it just sounds foolish. It sounds crazy. It sounds like, what are you saying? Like, listen to yourself. But now it flows off my tongue so easily and it does something for my spirit. It motivates me. It keeps me going. It keeps me in my right mind when the enemy trying to throw darts at me or when the enemy trying to tell me that something is impossible um or when the enemy is trying to tell me that I can't succeed or achieve or do certain things this is what I'm saying all throughout the day all throughout the day I'm saying God is with me God is helping me God is guiding me God is with me God is helping me God is guiding me greater is he that's in me than he that is in the world if God is for us who can be against us and I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. You you understand what I'm saying? God is with me. God is helping me. God is guiding me. If God be for us, who can be against us? I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. And I say those in no particular order. But if you notice, I'm constantly saying those things. And they have done something for my spirit. So on this transformational Tuesday, every fiery thought that the enemy throws into your mind, I need you to combat that with the word of God. God said he'll give you peace that passes all understanding. He said, the joy of the Lord is my strength. He said, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean on to your own understanding and in all your ways acknowledge him. And he shall direct your path and give you peace. He said, our weapons and warfare of this world are not carnal, but mighty to the pulling down of the strongholds. You got to believe God and you got to fight from a position of prayer. You got to fight from a place of believing. You got to fight from a place of knowing that you are more than a conqueror in Christ Jesus. And you got to understand that whatever you perceive will manifest. Whatever you believe will manifest. I told my daughter the other day, it's what you put your faith into. You can put your faith into something bad and it can happen. But if you put your faith in the Lord, whew, things can happen that you cannot imagine. I love you guys. Thank you for listening. It's your favorite guy. And it's your favorite power girl, Zita Michelle. Remember, Heal Out Loud Houston is happening. And you can register on Eventbrite today. I love you guys. Thank you for listening to my podcast. I am um, I'm not on social media. But this is my outlet through my podcast for me to, you know, still be able to uh, to talk to some of my people that listen to my podcast. And for the few of you that do, I'm so very grateful. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for listening. Remember, Transformational Tuesday is going to be great. You have the power to make it great in Jesus' name.